to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast for today, March 5th. Not that I'm doing this every day, but I am moved to do it again today because of all the stuff that we're seeing going on in the world. Um, it's pretty, pretty nasty. So today I'm going to cover a number of different topics and not just one as I usually do. Uh, so let's see. The big, big news is, uh, the, the, uh, Belligerence, uh, I should say the aggressor, Russia and the victim, Ukraine, agreed on humanitarian zones to get uh, uh, victims out to safety. And uh, it appears Russia has violated those zones. So, um, in my opinion, NATO and the United States are still way too weak. And uh, the West's response to uh, Mr. Putin it seems to be based on the fear of nuclear escalation. That seems to be the overriding premise here for why NATO and the U.S. have not done enough to thwart uh, Putin's uh, inhumane uh, terror war on, uh, on Ukraine. Now, I call it a terror war because what, what the Russians typically do is they go into an area and they seek to take it over militarily. And when there's stiff resistance, they just back out and they open up their big guns and they flatten the city. And, of course, that's a terror campaign. Uh, Putin, in my opinion, prepared the West prior to the invasion with lots of fear about his weapons. You may recall that Putin talked a lot about his nuclear torpedo that had the ability to uh, move around the Earth underwater undetected and then at the right moment uh, to explode a huge nuclear weapon that would create tidal waves along the east or west coast of the United States. Um, he's also uh, uh, talked about his hypersonic weapons, um, an area that is sensitive uh, due to the fact that the Obama administration allowed China and Russia to get ahead with the development of hypersonic weapons, which are now used to uh, intimidate uh, Europe and the United States because our anti-ballistic missile systems are, are more or less useless against them. They're too fast. So we have failed at creating deterrence. We failed in 2008 when Russia invaded Georgia and in 2014 when Putin invaded uh, Crimea and now again in 2022. So um, Putin's gotten the message that the, he can do what he wants and the West will sit on its hands. Uh, Putin succeeded, however, in creating deterrence because, as I said a moment ago, um, it seems as though the West is afraid to do anything to go beyond the financial sanctions <clears throat> that we've leveled against Russia this, at this point for fear that there will be nuclear escalation. Uh, so one side's got deterrence and the other side doesn't. Russia has deterrence against us because they've made our leaders afraid, but our side seems to have no deterrence against him. Uh, so China, interestingly, comes out of this uh, situation being the leader of the axis of evil because Russia is bankrupt now and they need uh, China, so China's money. And uh, Russia can play the bad guy in the world. And Iran, of course, which is a Russian ally, uh, can be the world's leader of terrorism. And Venezuela can provide oil uh, as they wish. And uh, the West, meanwhile, seems to have no plan at all to develop, to uh, oppose this growing alliance between China and Russia and Iran to offset the power that they're, they're gaining to influence world affairs. 
Um, one thing I think we could do to send a very strong message to China right now, because I think Z is looking at Taiwan while the world is looking at the Ukraine. So he's busy probably trying to figure out what their invasion plans are going to be for Taiwan. I think it would be a good idea, and John Bolton uh, certainly gave me this idea, uh, that uh, we should recognize Taiwan as a self-governing independent country and stop telegraphing the idea of strategic ambiguity to, to China regarding America's relationship with uh, Taiwan. Taiwan is a free and democratic nation. They don't want to be part of, of mainland China. They, they like freedom and democracy just like the Ukrainians do. So why shouldn't we recognize them as a self-governing governing independent country? Uh, so, okay, so censorship. This is a really interesting story. In today's news, Putin still seems to have access to Twitter. But get this, folks, Trump is still banned from tr Twitter. So Twitter is allowing Putin to spill his venom on Twitter, but Trump is not allowed to have access to social media. So I believe big tech has become the government censorship police. Uh, Biden Democrats oppose the First and Second Amendment. Uh, that's clear. Although Biden will obey the First Amendment, um, <clears throat> he achieves his censorship goals via the alliance he has uh, with big tech. Big tech needs to be taken down. Iran deal is orchestrated by Russia. Here's another big problem. With Biden's passive acceptance, uh, he's allowing the enrichment to continue, and soon Iran will have uh, a, a bomb, and it continues to be, without abatement, the world's largest sponsor of terrorism. And uh, there is, a, of course, an alliance between Russia and Iran to dominate the Middle East and negate the Abraham Accords that Trump successfully implemented. Recalling those accords... Israel and some of its Arab neighbors formed an alliance. For the first time, they exchanged ambassadors and, and uh, shook hands. Uh, they have a common enemy, Iran, but uh, all that's been laid waste by, uh, by Biden, who is now trying to elevate uh, Iran uh, in the region. So Iran gets to be the world's greatest uh, uh, perpetrator of terror. It is in an alliance with Russia and China, of course. And uh, so they get to dominate the Middle East. So Russia and China are winning at this point. Russia is getting to dominate Eastern Europe. And uh, and uh, Iran, with Russia's help, is uh, going to dominate the Middle East. And China is going to dominate the Pacific and the Southeast Asia region. So, as I said, Xi is probably planning his invasion of Taiwan while observing the West's failure to intervene effectively in the Ukraine. Meanwhile, back at the gas pump, gas prices and inflation are going unchecked. We'll soon probably have $5 a gallon of oil, <clears throat> I mean a, a gallon of gas. Uh, it does appear that Biden is resisting calls to stop importing uh, Russian oil. Uh, and uh, I can understand why he's resisting it. He's resisting it because that'll further escalate or increase the, the price of gasoline at the pump because there'll be less supply. Uh, of course, the, the numbskull does not see that he could lower gas prices uh, tremendously if he started pumping as much oil as was being pumped under the Trump administration. But that forget about that. The Greenies and the Marxist Democratic Party will oppose that. 
So while the administration under Biden is uh, saying that their economy is doing so great, American workers are taking a huge hit on wages, even though Biden has uh, reportedly created a lot more new jobs last month. Um, inflation's at 8% and showing no signs of, 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 of cooling off. It'll probably get worse. America's green Marxists continue to control Biden's presidency and NATO will not allow a no-fly zone. Why? They won't allow a no-fly zone in Ukraine because they think it will escalate things with Russia. And uh, so if, if, if uh, NATO and America think that they can appease um, uh, Russia, they're channeling Chamberlain, who in 1939 thought he could appease Hitler. Hitler did, uh, as you know, the, uh, something that looked like a peace deal, that people sighed a big uh, sense of relief when when um, Chamberlain agreed to giving the Sudetenland to, to Hitler, that, that is the western end of uh, Czechoslovakia, in exchange for a guarantee that Hitler wouldn't go any further. And within months, Hitler attacked the rest of Czechoslovakia and invaded Poland. That was the beginning of World War II. So uh, America's Marxists continue to control the Biden presidency. And I, I don't think most American voters realize this, although he's down in the polls. I've seen some numbers as low as 35 percent. Um, but um, I, I think that that's largely fueled by inflation and gas prices uh, without understanding the full extent to what's really going on. As I mentioned yesterday in my podcast, uh, Russia has been spending millions of dollars in Europe and in North America trying to convince voters that fossil fuels and digging for them or drilling for them is a bad thing uh, to appear uh, that the Russia supports um, uh, the uh, environment. Uh, of course, the real reason is uh, Russia wants uh, Putin wants the rest of the world to be dependent on Russian oil. That's obviously happened in in Europe, where Europe used to produce a lot of natural gas, but they don't do it anymore because of uh, the effectiveness of Russian propaganda against drilling and 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 making uh, more energy in Europe. So, of course, now Europe just uh, buys that natural gas from from um, Moscow, and in return uh, pays Moscow a lot of money that they're spending on the war in Ukraine. Really makes sense, doesn't it? Okay, so more weakness, more American weakness. U.S. will not provide airplanes to Ukrainian pilots to fly in uh, Ukraine and check the Russian advances. We have a 40-mile-long corridor north of uh, Kiev um, that's, according to our Pentagon, stalled right now. I'm not really sure I know why. They are being attacked with anti-tank weapons. But, of course, if we would give the Ukrainians the A-10 Warthog, uh, it's a tank killer uh, aircraft that uh, has been extremely successful. It would take out much of that column. It's not happening. So uh, I do believe and continue to believe that uh, Biden has written off Ukraine. Okay, while all of this is going on, American debt increases every day. Uh, we're well over $30 trillion in, in debt. And inflation is rampant, rampant. And uh, so I believe that uh, what's going on in relationship to COVID-19 spending and the giveaway of millions and billions of dollars and printing all kinds of money, I think that monetary theory, modern monetary theory has been discredited. And um, I think the price of gold is going to start really going up and silver as well. Um, the American debt is out of control. And that is one of the biggest 
threats to America's national security, the weakening of the dollar, um, in addition to America's uh, failure to be, uh, continue being energy independent as it was under Trump. All right. So uh, Putin has also threatened other nations that may seek to help Ukraine. So it's more of this idea of spreading fear that uh, has led to the Putin deterrence, as I will call it, that Putin is, seems to have succeeded in psychologically paralyzing the West in terms of providing the needed military uh, assistance to help the Ukrainians uh, to fend off the Russian uh, juggernaut. Uh, along those lines, with uh, what I'm telling you about Putin and his uh, uh, his ability to scare the hell out of the West, because the West is so spineless and weak right now, Putin threatens public executions in Ukraine for those people who support Zelensky. And in Russia, there's been massive protests against what Putin is doing. Uh, the Putin uh, stooges in his parliament uh, passed a law uh, that would mean 10 to 15 year jail terms for protesters. Putin uses vacuum bombs. I don't know if people know what they are, but these are the thermobaric weapons. They're sometimes referred to as a poor man's nuclear weapon. <clears throat> it's definitely a war crime weapon and it's a terror weapon. What it does is it uh, there's a little explosion that releases a lot of uh, gas into the atmosphere above a particular target, and then the gas is ignited and it sucks all the oxygen out of the air. It causes like a vacuum, and it just it can destroy uh, probably as much as a square mile of territory uh, without using nuclear weapons. And Putin uh, is is probably threatening. Uh, Ukraine with the use of these weapons to destroy cities that mount significant resistance against Russian troops. So the main thing today that uh, that uh, I think we all need to keep in mind is the West is is frightened and and weak and um, Putin is capitalizing on that and so is Z. So if we want a real answer to what's going on right now, we got to stand up to Putin's aggression and make him pay an even bigger price than just the sanctions. Um, we need to start pumping our own oil and, and we need to start providing Europe with an alternative to Russian natural gas. And I think we need to recognize the independence of Taiwan to send an unequivocal message to um, Z that uh, Taiwan is an independent nation and that we will protect Taiwan if they attack. Thanks for listening today. Really appreciate all of the... Um, the great comments I've been receiving and uh, support. There's been hundreds of downloads for my podcast. And um, soon I will have um, Dmitry Feldon again, that Ukrainian resident of the United States. And I think we're going to be using him as a translator to speak to a witness on the ground in Kiev about what that person is experience, experiencing with the Russian aggression and military actions taking place. So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. Peace. God bless Ukraine. God bless the world, really. And God bless America. God bless America.